Welcome to the FarmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in FarmD Nation to episode number two of the FarmD Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney, and thank you very much for joining me today. I want to start out episode number two by asking a simple question. What do you think makes someone successful when it comes to money? When you think of somebody who has had success with money, do you relate that to somebody who has earned a tremendous living during their life? Do you think that relates to somebody who has had tremendous success in investing in the stock market and it's somebody who just has a natural knack for picking out the next hot stock or maybe it's somebody who is just very, very gifted at timing the market perfectly within any given economic cycle. My belief is that success with money has nothing to do with any of that. Real financial success, real financial wellness, whatever you want to call it, it starts with the person who can uncover what truly matters and is important to them in aligning that with their action time and energy when it comes to their money. What are your core beliefs? What are your core principles when it comes to money? And are you living those out through actions when it comes to your money, life, and the intersection of both of those together? So in this episode, I am going to explore my top five core money principles. Now, I understand that these top five core money principles are probably not going to align or apply to everybody listening. But if you are somebody who wants a healthier relationship with money, this is a good place to start. And I recommend to everybody listening that if these don't align with you, you figure out what your top five core principles are when it comes to money and finance and start making sure that those become a guide as you start making big financial decisions in your life. So to start, core principle number one, money is a tool, not a goal. I have worked with many people in my life who are very, very focused on achieving some sort of number when it comes to financial success. I don't know how long ago it was, and I think it was an old AIG commercial where they had people who were preparing for retirement or saving for retirement used to carry around with them their quote-unquote number. The number they had in their mind that they had to achieve in order to retire successfully That is creating money in your mind as a goal and not as a tool. I think that could set people up for severe disappointment in any stage of their life. It is not money that makes you happy. It's what the money can help you do that brings real joy. The example I like to use, and I think it's been cited many times in different areas, but remember all those people who used to, who won a ton of money in the lottery, whether it was a couple million dollars or a couple hundred million dollars. You read stories about how these people came into this windfall of cash and their initial reaction was, my life is set. My life could not be any better than it is right now. All of a sudden you follow up with those people three, four, five years later and their life is completely different and not for the good. They probably squandered the money. They probably bought a bunch of things they wish they hadn't. And if they could do it all over again, I would guess that they would do things completely differently. My belief is the reason why people have so much trouble when it comes to winning a tremendous amount of money in something like the lottery is because they do not understand truly what they want money to do for them. In their mind, the entire goal all along was just achieving that money. And when they got to that point where they felt that they had actually made it to the spot in their life that they always wanted to get to, which was a place of extreme wealth, 
that it was really disappointing in that the things they thought they were going to enjoy while they had a tremendous amount of money didn't actually materialize because in the end, their goal was money and not the things money can do. So when they finally got it, they had no idea what to do with it. They had no idea how to allow it to bring them fulfillment. So again, money is a tool. It should not be your end goal. Money should help you achieve the things that bring you joy. It should not be the thing that brings you joy in life. Principle number two, you can't manage what you don't measure. I know every financial professional in any industry will tell any person at any age that the number one thing they should do is create a budget. I am a little different. I think budgets are a little bit overrated. What instead I think people should do when it comes to trying to create a a world of financial wellness is to first start by tracking your spending. Most people, if you were to ask them off the top of their head, where do you think the majority of your money goes? And a lot of them would go, well, I either have loans I'm trying to pay off like a mortgage and I spend some money here or there. And then if you told them to wager a good sum of money on how close they think they are at being able to guess how much money actually goes into those certain areas. My guess is they probably wouldn't wager very much because most people haven't sat down. They haven't given a lot of thought on where their money actually goes from a month-to-month standpoint. Now more than ever, it becomes really, really easy to lose track of where your money's going. And without actually going back and figuring out what happened, It's really, really hard to change habits people have created, especially when it's so easy to spend money with the the help of different e-commerce sites like Amazon. So you have to manage where your dollars are going. If you don't manage where your money is going, it gets really, really hard to make big decisions in the future. The one example I like to use is the person who gets up and decides they want to run a marathon. Just an average person, they decide they want to run a marathon one day. My guess is they don't leave their house on their first run, go as far as they can, turn around and come back without measuring the distance they just ran or how long it took them to do that. My guess is before they even started, they went online and they tried to find some sort of running plan where if I want to run a marathon in one year, this is what I have to do on day one in order to run 26.2 miles by day 365. The same thing goes for your money. You have to set a target. You have to measure your progress retroactively. You have to adjust as you go and repeat. Without going back and tracking where your money goes, you can't get a real clear picture on what your spending habits look like, which makes it really, really hard to make future decisions. Let's just say that you and your family get to a point where you want to buy a new house. That new house is going to be a lot more expensive than the one you currently live in. In order to understand if you can afford that mortgage, you have to have a really good idea of what your budget has actually been. Not what you think your budget is going to be, but where and how much you've actually spent money will determine if you can take on that larger mortgage payment. And you can't even know that without the initial baseline, which is what you need to create by going back and tracking your spending every single month. You can't manage what you don't measure. You have to have an idea of where your money is going. And the easiest way to do that is just by tracking where that money goes at the end of each month. It'll give you a lot of clarity on where your money is going and it will allow you to make really smart decisions with your money as new big decisions arrive in your life. Principle number three, discipline equals freedom, motivation equals a mirage. I know discipline equals freedom is a common life principle that's been out there for a long time, but I think it aligns very well with personal finance too. The one area I like to add on to that is motivation equals a mirage. I hate 
when all of a sudden people get some sort of spark of motivation and they want to go off and do something. Because 99 times out of 100, it ends up in failure and disappointment. The same thing goes for your money. Motivation does not equal long-term success. Discipline does. Discipline is knowing what you need to do every single day in order to accomplish what you have set out to accomplish and doing that during times you really don't want to. Motivation is or yeah, motivation is kind of the opposite of that. Motivation is that initial fire or spark which gets you going, but then all of a sudden you hit your first day where that motivation is gone and you stop. And people ask themselves all the time, how do I get motivated to do this? How do I get motivated to do that? The answer to it is you shouldn't be motivated to do anything. You should have the discipline instilled in your life to do those things when you're not motivated. And if you can instill discipline in your life around the things that help you become more financially successful, whether that's saving more money, whether that's controlling what you spend your money on even better, or whether it's just educating yourself about different ways to become more financially well, having the discipline in doing that over and over and over again, especially during times when you don't want to, can help out tremendously. Anyone can get a spark of motivation. That spark goes away pretty quick. Don't rely on motivation to make good financial decisions and to create good financial habits. Rely on discipline. It's going to get you a lot farther in life. Principle number four, ignore and avoid status games. Nothing undermines your financial judgment more than the sight of your neighbor getting rich. Nothing undermines your financial judgment more than the sight of your neighbor getting rich. We see people showing success all the time in the real world and in social media, and we automatically think to ourselves, why can't we do that? Why can't we achieve that same type of success or status symbol? And we start feeling bad about ourselves, and all of a sudden, fulfillment within us starts to deplete. I will tell you right now, it is a long and lonely road if the only barometer you have of financial success is comparing yourself to somebody else because it's never going to be enough and you're always going to feel like you're going to come up short. Going down that road and allowing yourself to think like that is the equivalent of entering a huge house of mirrors. Nothing is as it seems. Everybody knows they put their best life on Facebook and everybody knows they like to show off the best parts of their life. It's kind of like that old diagram of the iceberg in the ocean where 15% of the iceberg is above water for people to see, but the other 85% is below the water. The 15% looks really, really nice. It looks like everybody's happy. It looks like you have everything you ever wanted. The cars, the house, the money, the status, it's all great. But what people don't see is the other 85% below the water that is all the muck everybody has to go through in life and all the crap everybody is dealing with in life. Don't chase and compare yourself to the 15%. It's a fun house of mirrors. Doing that will only bring you lack of fulfillment in your life, and that will get you nowhere moving forward on your journey to true financial wellness. Principle number five, if you don't have health, you don't have anything. I know health is not directly related to finance. Why are we talking about health on a money podcast? I think they're very, very closely aligned. I think your health and wellness helps elevate everything else you have going on in your life, especially money. I think the old saying goes, If you have health, you have hope. If you have hope, you have everything. So what I'd like to do is pretend that for a moment you have everything in your life that you could ever dreamed of when it comes to money. You have multiple houses. You have the vacation homes. You have the big boat. You have the private jet. You basically have zero restriction in your life to be able to go and do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want. 
that is ultimately the financial dream for most people. You can give to charities, you can spend on family and friends and just live the life most people dream they could live if they didn't have any financial restriction. But along with that, I want you to imagine that every morning you wake up and along with all that financial freedom you have, you also have a sharp pain in your lower back that just never goes away. Every time you get out of bed, you roll out and you have that little grunt because that little sharp pain comes back every morning. You get up and you play with your kids And as you play with your kids, that just uncomfortable feeling starts rising from your lower back to your middle back. Then all of a sudden you get to mid-morning and you start getting tired because you didn't sleep very well the night before because you just couldn't get comfortable. You also realize that you can't sit longer than 30 minutes without that uncomfortableness start ramping up. Day after day after day, you go through this. The pain doesn't go away. No matter what you do, no matter what medication you take, it's always there. And it's not absolutely excruciating. It's just that annoying, numb, little pain that you can never get rid of, and it's always there. And it's always constantly on your mind. After a while, how much money and status and stuff do you think you would give up just to make that pain go away? How many vacation houses, how many trips, how many digits in a bank account would you gladly give away in order to just make it stop? Taking care of yourself and taking care of your mind and your body is absolutely key to having financial success because it allows you to enjoy it and that's what really matters. You could have everything in life and have nothing at all if you don't have health and wellness to go along with it. And when I say health and wellness, I mean mean physical and mental wellness combined. So just remember you could have everything in life but not have anything if you don't have your health. Top five money principles right there. When it comes to being financially successful, start with uncovering what your core values and principles are. And make sure that those core values and principles align with your time, your energy, and your money. Because if they don't, you could go astray in life financially and not even know it, not even feel it until it's too late. Life becomes so much better, becomes so much easier when you align those things together. If you're looking for more information about the podcast, myself, or FarmD Financial Planning, feel free to visit the firm's website at www.farmdfp.com. Also, feel free to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, FarmD Financial Planning, for more great insight. Email podcasts at farmdfp.com for questions, topics, or ideas you'd like to hear more about. Thanks for joining us today. Until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.